0: From this. You're on. We're on. You ready? <laughs> ah, ta-da. Ta-da. <laughs> oh dear. Right, well I'll explain myself first of all. <laughs> Obviously it we'll, we'll cut. The Euros was uh, was going on and we, we all got giddy. And uh, getting behind the team, behind the boys. Um I had very dark, thick hair. So it took four uh, four efforts of bleach. Is that four efforts? F- four I did not ones. know. <laughs> That's why my scalp here at the I top is nice. red. Yeah, and a bit crispy and burnt. Four lots, four lots of toner, four lots of purple shampoo, and we were still jingling Wow slash golden. That is unreal. So yesterday morning, uh, shaved it off. <laughs> <laughs> the colour of the, how it was like it was a bit more attention seeking and um, embarrassing mm. than it would be if it was shaved Should, off yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that's the shortest I've ever ever seen your hair as well yeah well I did have a number one all over for about three years um, when I was at uni <laughs> so I when it grows probably another couple of days I'll go again mm-hmm. and it'll probably grow a bit darker mm-hmm. And, um, so you're not going to try way. and go even lighter again? Well, I thought I might go aside <laughs> shave it and then just have a little bit of a tinge mm-hmm. on the top yeah. and grow that <laughs> out see if it goes. Because Folden's is proper white, isn't it? Yeah. I, I like
1: really white. And when I saw yours, I was like, oh, so season one, I guess
0: you just need to do one more. But you've done four. Mm-hmm. I did four. And to be fair, if I, the fourth one, if I left it on, this is a long time talking about my hair. The <laughs> fourth one, if I left it on, it would have gone a lot lighter, but it was hurting that much on my scalp. Yeah, like I couldn't have it on longer than 10 minutes, I yeah. to go and wash it off, because yeah. it was actually like, really hurt. Yeah. So yeah, enough about my head. Well, I think that's the longest we've ever talked about your hair ever. <laughs> <laughs> what's, um, what's been going on with my head? What's happened with your head, yeah, why are you wearing a cap? It's, it's gone down quite a lot. Uh, already but so, yeah, you can see a bit red on top there yesterday I looked like it? I looked like a, a stegosaurus yesterday it was like literally like that
1: can you see where I've hit it there also I've <laughs> still got a scratch here from the last bump <laughs> uh, so uh, I'll go back to next week first so it, it was last no, week
0: go back to four six weeks ago six weeks ago like so six weeks ago, we were literally filming a little demo video of Burpee chest Bar pull-ups in the gym. Oh, yeah. And you set up under the bar. I ah, nearly, yeah. And if me and Reggie didn't... I mean, I anything. How was it? I'd forgotten that one. <laughs> <Number> one. <laughs> so, that's number one. Number two... This, uh, is, uh, this is actually leading to the topic of the podcast, yeah.
1: by the way. So <laughs> we will get there. Number two, um, I went to do Butterfly chest Bar pull-ups on the rig, on the inside. Cut my head, which you could see all the blood if you... If you followed me last week, um, I'm not gonna kind of thought here. And then yesterday, um, did again, went for a butterfly chest of bar, pull up and on the inside and hit right on the conk of my head. This one didn't hurt that much, even though it looked worse. This one really hurt my neck after. I was like, yeah. and last night it was bad. Um, I felt like I got a whiplash, but. Um, and all Hannah could say was, but how have you not learned your lesson? Like, why not be <laughs> more careful? And I'm like, I, it's one of them where I literally, I don't know how I've done it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, it's not even possible. It made me
0: laugh even more, though. Like, I came in probably not long after you'd gone, and the guys in the gym had told me what happened, and, and they were like, we we're pretty concerned. Like, <laughs> I think he it might have gone to hospital, like, he's a in a bit <laughs> So I messaged him, "Are you all right?" And you were just like, he messaged back you and just like, "What do you mean? What's happened?" And I was
1: like, "What do you mean? What's happened?" You've just not like, <laughs>
0: right? as if you've forgotten about it. <laughs> um, oh dear! But yeah. So the actual the, so I've been thinking about it quite quite a lot last night when uh, mostly the, the Jack had done it, and I just think like let's be honest, there's quite a lot of clumsy moments. Moments like that, and probably daily yeah I would say little, little things might be just like walking into something tripping over something leaning on something that you probably shouldn't lean on minute, and then it falls over going to find a long weight going to find a long weight <laughs> um, classic one um, but then but then I know that you're switched on guy, so it's just like, well, like what happens yeah like what I would have said I'd love to like be in your brain yeah for a day but more so like being your brain for when you're training yeah and that's what we want to get on to now is um, I guess I'll just ask you when you're doing a workout and you're in a training session like what goes what do you think about what goes through your head like yeah, what's like yeah if there what's, are, the, what's about, going on yeah, what's, what's like? going on up there I've never really asked you anything would be good to know I'll be
1: honest there's, really, there's not much going on up there. I'm going to be really honest, there, there isn't. <laughs> you might be surprised to hear that, Steve. But there, no, there's, there's, not, not, there's not much that I really think about. I'm more, for me, I'm like a big feeler. Like, I'll, I'll take a snatch or a butterfly pull-up, for example, like, it's got to the stage where I can feel if I'm doing a movement right so when I jump up and I start doing them it's like right this feels good I'm not actually telling myself yeah. anything really um, thus like jumping up to do a chest bar pull up and not even kind of thinking oh yeah, is there room to do this without hitting my head <laughs> um, like similar for a snatch as well like rather than giving myself specific cues I'll look to kind of feel where the bar is if I pause like I'm actively trying to feel what muscles are working or try and recruit them more by just either like pressing it into my body to feel my lats there's not really that much that I'm telling myself if more, going into a workout slightly different obviously I will have a, a game plan that I, that I tell myself but it's like it's literally right I know I'm doing seven reps here on these toes but I'm gonna drop down you know, a couple of seconds rest and straight back up. Like I'm not having a conversation with myself at all. Yeah. Uh, and that's not all the time. Like occasionally, I will be having a conversation with myself, but again, it's
0: it's very rare, really, to be honest. Um, and it's something like really, like quite um, more structural and just mm-hmm. like yeah, like a five k row or a thirty minute bike. Or, mm-hmm. um, like where well, there isn't really anything technique wise, mm-hmm. well, maybe on a roll there is, but bike maybe yeah. not so much. Yeah, or, yeah. What, what yeah. do you think about that? Or what happens then?
1: Again, yeah. not that much. So, it's just take five k roll for example. I'm, I know before I start the five k roll, I know I know what my plan is. So I've already kind of recited it in my head, like played it through, and it's like right sprint start. After 500 metres, so coming up to 500 metres, like I'm easing you know, into my pace. By the time I get to one, the 1k, I'm, I'm well in my pace. So, again, like there's a good chunk where I'm just doing the strokes, and again, I'm not really thinking about anything. I'll be, like, I'm not. Um, and then again, there'll be like certain parts of the workout where, like, I'll check the screen, right? I'm rowing at 146 here, I need to just pick it up a little bit, and it's literally. It's just either something that's a little bit constructive, like, right, I need to get this pace up, or, or like, I can feel this on my legs a little bit too much, like, I'm just going to adjust this. There's never, there's never really any, been negative, like, there's never been any negative thoughts there, like, I can't, can't do this with stuff like that anyway. If there's been times where when I'm weightlifting and I've not been doing like many cleans, for example, which is something I struggle with a little bit more, like there's obviously been quite a lot of times where it's looked like I can pretty much do a power clean, like I, the bar's there and I've just like shoot myself getting un- under it, yeah. And that's for me is where it's just one of them where I just need to practice this weight, the practice this a lot more at lighter weights because then. Like the pattern's gonna be so dialed in that when it gets heavier, like I'm not as fussed about the, the yeah, weight.
0: Yeah. I remember when you you found that um, accessory, <clears throat> that warm up exercise by oh, I can't remember the, it was it I don't know if it was like Donny Shankle or Pendley or somewhere, it's like the bar would come out like that and then you'd bang it into your hips. Oh uh, yeah, uh, it, uh, it was actually a clock on that. Yeah, it was, yeah. It yeah. was more like a, it was a bit of a strange exercise, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. But it was more like um just awareness of where the barbell is and feeling where it is and that yeah. goes with everything that you just said about then, like when you're doing an exercise, you're all about how it feels rather than like where... Where your body is and yeah. what it's doing, yeah, and your your cleans actually dramatically increased when you started doing that exercise. Yeah, it did. It did. Um, mm-hmm. It was almost as if this exercise was found was just like just the secret to clean. Then we <laughs> yeah, it was it. So, uh, we to what not. Like, it didn't change much to me, uh, but it worked. Yeah, it really, worked. it did it really work for me. then yeah,
1: yeah, um,
0: yeah. That's uh. It is interesting. Yeah. And it's actually like, if you if you watch, like I've watched doing workouts before and what you've explained there is like exactly your face, facial expression. Yeah. Well, yeah. there isn't a facial expression. Yeah, it's just kind of and just a bit like <laughs> <laughs> Just, just, try, just like, like yeah, just like it's as if there's nothing <laughs> like going on. But I think, that, not saying it's right or wrong, but I think that's also a reason why you've always been so good at the longer, lower, like lower skill just like grunt work and just you know, as soon as you got the higher skill exercises down into that category where it was lower yeah. skill, like she'd worked on them like yeah. as soon as they got into a workout there then you'd always just be able to pick them up and do them at, you know, to a good level and at a good intensity mm-hmm. um, and always actually just be like really consistent with every training day and every performance because everything was just kind of like just the same. Yeah, just the same. You know, news beats on. Breaking news. Breaking news, Jack still does a drinking workout. Breaking news, Jack still does a for the third time. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's interesting like how things transfer. And then also outside of training, like, yeah. we, I would say, like, you're much better than me at just kind of getting a computer, sitting down, having a drink, and just like just, cracking, just on. cracking on and doing like what you've got to do where I'm kind of a bit more like um, what we'll explain when we go into what I think yeah. about it. it's more like boom on real intense or like yeah, uh, yeah. Like, and I struggle to probably like three hours is probably my maximum that I can be like behind a computer and really be like focused on something that needs a lot of mm-hmm. like thought yeah. yeah until then I ever need to do like over things like writing emails or just mm-hmm. little admin jobs that don't require as much, yeah, brain, brain function. Yeah. Um, so I'm so I'm disassociation then is what you're. So yeah, so I'll explain what I what I what I think about first. Yeah. Um, like when I'm doing workouts where you know they mean something it's a workout that's having a qualifier or an event or you know like maybe there's a group of us and we want to you kind know, of like go, go after it I will need like five or ten minutes to be able to get myself like in the zone to be able to do it and what like it's not like I need more time to do the exercise and more time to warm up it's just more time to be able to process what I'm about to do like what the workout is and how I'm going to do it and where things are going to be? How I'm going to split it up? Um, like maybe the techniques that I'm going to use at each stage of the workout. Yeah. And just like maybe more than five or ten minutes. And this is, you know, as an athlete, what I would be thinking about every single day, outside of training, inside of training. Maybe it'd be like reflection on how I did something and be going over and over in my head. If I knew what my session was the next day, it would be like. Again, just like thinking of that Mm -hmm. over and over again. How I would do things. What clothes would I be wearing for it? How would I take the thumbs? Where does the chalk go? Like every single, like little detail, I'd be just like constantly thinking about. Mm -hmm. And for me, when I wasn't able to think about that about when my mind got took off it, Mm. I got a little bit on edge because I felt like because I wasn't thinking about it. Constantly I was missing out. Yeah, I you was, felt like you should. Like there was I would there would be something that I would not think about if yeah. I wasn't constantly thinking about it. Yeah. Um and then that would maybe have a disadvantage, like that maybe negatively negatively affect my performance because maybe if I did think about it I remember to do it and perform better. Yeah. Yeah. Um so like when it comes to in a workout, like all of those thoughts are being like transferred into it um and just always kind of like going on a big loop of like right, what pace am I going, how does it feel, like RPE, where do I feel like my heart rate is, how's my technique if I'm rowing like rowing, like how's the technique, what's the stroke rate I'm on and just be like always thinking about mm-hmm. a lot of things but then also super aware of like the surroundings, the people that are by the side of me. Like, the noise that the rowers making, if I'm rowing again, like, how the grip, how the handle feels in my hands. Where my judge is, what he's saying, where he's stood, where everyone else's judges are like, it, it's actually quite exhausting. Like, yeah. the amount of things that like go around and, and round, like, the smell is a, is a sense that just goes, like, completely off the scale. Oh, really? Anyway, like, if I'm in an intense workout, like the amount of people when we was at JST that would have, mm. I don't know, fucking uh, <laughs> an earful. So yeah, like if they walked in the gym with some food. Yeah, or yeah, you would. It, yeah, it, I would just like. <laughs> Ella, did it when we, when we did that um, quarterfinal snatch workout. Mm. Like, it was a bit chill out, so I wasn't really bothered. Then mm. we just did it as yeah. like a crack for the guys. But she walked in with like a Thai duck meal, <laughs> like, and I'd literally just started the workout, and I could I could taste the meal, and yeah. she was well. 10, 15 metres away. Mm. Like, so, smell, my eyesight, believe it or not, gets a bit better. <laughs> <laughs> but more like, um, bright, like everything goes a lot brighter. Mm-hmm. Um, and hearing and as well, just like super sensitive to it. But it's, I only really noticed that as soon as the workout stops. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, because, like, my like, thoughts and like my senses are working over time to be thinking about growing, pace, like surroundings and how the bar feels and, and everything. Because mm. that heightens the rest of the senses. And as soon as the workout's over, all I'm then hearing music, light, smell, smell feel, yeah. and it's just and then it's just like an overwhelming, just like poof, like yeah. a hitch, yeah. And that's usually when I'm like, turn the fucking music off yeah like we did the um, it was a white whiteboard workout of <clears> 10, <throat> 9, 8, down to one of thrusters chest of pull up mm-hmm. and the remaining time of 10 minutes in Max Calro mm-hmm. uh, we did it in the gym uh, oh, in my nice. house with Reggie Taylor and Reggie went first and he, he like sent the 10 down to one but I felt like if I if I also send it I'll, I'll beat him yeah because I felt like there a few areas where I could go faster mm-hmm. So I went second, and on the like in the round of six, like started at ten. So in the round of six, I realised that it was like, if I was gonna carry on at this speed, like I, I'm not gonna be able to do that row because I'm literally just gonna put myself over the cliff. Yeah. But I had accepted that I wanted to do that yeah. to try and beat Reggie's time yeah. because let's be honest, I was never gonna beat him on the row So I fully committed to the ten down yeah. and fully like. Zoned in for that. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually beat me by like two <laughs> seconds because it was just like yeah. the, 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 the. I think he there's the the one. I think I was still ahead of him when we put the videos next to until the one and the one, and it took me that long to like transition. Yeah, and he just went past me yeah. and beat me. But like, as soon as that finished, that last rep, mm. like there was a little bit of sun coming through the window. The music was on. Reggie was trying to get me here about um, like getting on the roller, and I was just like, "Everyone, just shut the fuck up right now." Yeah. Someone block that song, cause it's too it and Yeah. So Turn that music off. And, yeah. guy, and give me a drink, because like, at like, that point, I would have gone like too far. Mm-hmm. Um, and the,
1: just another thing to back up like what you're saying now is um, like when we're on a on a team. Like you, you're the person that's you're looking at you're looking around you can obviously see and hear all these things and and you can you've got a feeling you know you can kind of see how how I'm feeling or how Ben was feeling or whatever and for me like I really struggle with that on a team like to be aware of you know like everything else that's going on I'm like right I'm gonna just do my job and help everyone else out to the best of my ability and like I can't. I, f- or I find it really hard to try and concentrate on anything else. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, I'm just going to do my part as good as I can for everyone else um, and just try and help everyone else out as best as they can, but
0: I can't focus on yeah. anything else. It is. I uh, it's fine. I think, like, you know, what's right or wrong, but in a team, I feel like you need that balance because you, you do kind of need one leader who's going to be aware of it and take everything in. And if everyone was like that then it'd maybe a bit of, be a bit of a clash, a bit too much. Yeah. But if everyone was like you, then maybe they would just be like you know, we, we wouldn't be able to change like not, not that we wouldn't be able to change, but changing tactics or being aware of something that might happen might just be a bit slower because yeah. there's no no one's like on the ball yeah, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, so so I did a little bit of um, psychology and in the degree, yeah. Actually, after I did my degree, I did uh, PT qualification, and then it was the um, instructor of the PT qualification that ran a neuro linguistic programming mm-hmm. course or NLP, um, which I found like really not the most interesting part of any of the studies. Yeah, done. and this is basically This is basically It's how you how your brain is like. Functions mm-hmm. in certain circumstances, and one of the um, one of the tasks was like switching between association and disassociation. Right. So pretty much everything that you've described there is disassociation, mm-hmm. and everything that I've described as what I do is association. Mm-hmm. Um, and another way to think about it is like disassociation is kind of like it's kind of like an outer body experience where you're not like maybe like in and and focus and everything but you're just kind of like zoned out maybe like looking at yourself from like third person Mm -hmm. Um, whereas association is like you're fully like in your own body and and like hyper aware of like if you're on a pull up bar like how the pull up bar feels like you know is it a little bit chalky a little bit smooth and like there's a bit of rust just you're fully aware of absolutely like everything that's Going on, mm-hmm. but that's only really you can only really properly do that for like short periods of time, mm-hmm. and this again is where it maybe um, you know it's a bit of an explanation of us, us how we were as athletes and, and people, I guess, is that the disassociation is where the longer events where you can not you do just need to shut off and just keep like a good rhythm mm-hmm. um, is where you ex- exceeded it mm-hmm. and where. I didn't unless it was maybe like you know, something that was, was good at swimming or running or something yeah um, like rowing for example or or assault bike. whereas association where it was maybe something where it's a bit more faster higher pace, higher skill yeah something that I've always been um a bit, a bit better at yeah um and it's it's interesting actually because we put a we put a uh just before we start this podcast we put a question on the Instagram um, yeah. stories and people are answering it you can actually highlight like who, which people are more disassociated and which people are associated but there's also like positives and negatives to both mm-hmm. um, yeah. like the negative to what can happen if association is, is just thinking about too much um, and maybe like emotions or or uh, your thought process potentially can go like, if you don't get in control of it, it could go negative and have a negative effect on your performance. Yeah. And the, the negative side of disassociation is that you're not fully switched on and aware to potential change that might mm-hmm. happen to be able to like yeah. deal and cope with it there and then. Yeah. yeah. Um, and th- that that's
1: a good way to look at it. Like whatever it is, whether you are thinking or you're not thinking, of whatever's going on in your head you want to think you want to ask yourself is this helpful or is this unhelpful yeah so quite a lot of people have said oh like um why didn't i stick to the plan why i'm not sticking to the plan oh this is tough and you're i under- underestimate myself um like it's one of them where either during the workout you need to have a quick conversation and be like, is this helpful? If it's not, it's one of them where the old pink elephant where if I tell you, you know, to think about pink elephant, you're gonna think about pink elephant. Yeah. It's one of them where it's called displacement where you've you you choo- you've got to choose what you think about in that moment. Yeah. So rather than thinking about, oh, like, well, I'm not doing this right. Like this isn't feeling good. Like that's where I feel like I can feel the work loss. Or you might tell yourself, Right, uh, I need to go, I, I need to get that bar contact higher, or something like that. Okay. That's where that displacement. Rather than comes the bar contact's at. too low. Yeah.
0: You think about I need to get, it, I need to make it the contact. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So it's kind of it is like everything. It's a it's a skill that you've got to learn, and in the early stages, where like you said on when the recent upload you did with the, the mindset journals, you've got to create a habit of. That thought process for it to be able to be like a subconscious thought process. Like yeah. You got to write it down, read it, and physically like try for in order for that to be like taken on board and become a become a habit again for every time you do the workout.
1: It's bomb because it that's that's a skill in itself. So, and the other thing is for most people who are on one of you know on the bias programs of the all rounder or even on compete to be honest, there's obviously workouts throughout the week. And this is a great time to be, you know, just challenging yourself with this stuff in a workout. So rather, like, rather than thinking about the intensity all the time and smashing yourself to bits, it's like, right, what am I actually, you know, going into this workout, what is going to be more beneficial to me? You know, I usually have these thoughts where I start to think negative, right, my goal for this workout today, going into the workout, is going to be, um, one positive cue that, that's going to help me. Do you know what I mean? It's stuff like that that's, um, Going to make a big difference. So, um.
0: yeah. And I, I think uh, I don't think you're either one or the other. No. I think like as you explained, um, like things that are aso- as- where you're associated when you said how things feel, like mm-hmm. how a barbell feels. Yeah. And it was it was interesting. It, it was you always said that when it related to something that was much higher skill, like snatching or cleaning mm-hmm. or um, you know. In gymnastics, exercises, you'd always be thinking how it feels. And that was your level of association. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it's the intensity of that association that differs between people. But as soon as then you could get to the point where that skill didn't need that associated state of mind, and it could be performed at that level, disassociated, that's when you could crack on and you could complete that skill, and the skill was going nowhere, Mm -hmm. to a good good level, and then something else would need to then fill that associated, Weight well, nothing's easy because it just goes up in weight, but yeah, gymnastics mm-hmm. and movement is a bit different, um, but yeah, there was a few others that I've seen, I get the old Sh- specs music and breathing, like that's someone who's thinking of, like was associated more so, like they're thinking of like what's going, yeah, um, this too shall pass, is more like an outer body mm-hmm. thought, yeah, um, you'll feel fine five minutes after this is over. It's more, again, about taking the mind away from what's going on. Yeah. Um, surroundings and music, often think about pacing, counting reps, positive self-talk, never hear music. I think, although they're different, I'm um, oh, sorry, surroundings and music is the disassociation. Yeah. The pacing and descending reps, positive self-talk, I feel like that's more like inside. So but it's interesting, there's, there's people who are either on one of the other spectrum. On. Yeah. Um, and coming back to your head, instant. Like, I, think, I, I think it's why. I think because you live your life more like outer body. Like, yeah. Little things like tripping over a little bit something on the floor happens because you're not always fully aware of exactly where your foot is mm. and where you're walking or where the pull-up bar is yeah
1: um, and for you it's like you're doing work there someone's outside eating an apple yeah you're, you're like fully tuned in with that person eat, eat, eating an apple and you're like I literally can't come straight, because that
0: person's yes. eating an apple <laughs> um, yeah and that's like um, that reason really becomes a bit of my but like I so, said. I can concentrate on work for so many, like work that fully needs my focus, like writing a program for so many hours of the day. Um, but also like in my head if I've got a plan to do something and then something happens and I can't do what I plan to do, like I get a little bit infuriated that like because maybe my thought process is just like mm-hmm. intense on like, yeah. what needs to be done.
1: And uh, with with the association as well, like, when I've read about, um, you know, like, Chris Bosch, he used to picture out exactly how a game was going to go before he did the game and exactly what moves he was going to do. Like, they say the more detail you can put into that, like, what you can smell, what you can hear, like, the more likely you are to recreate that as well. Yeah. So that's where, like, again, just being able to play stuff in your mind beforehand is actually a big advantage because... You, you in fact when you're doing that you're actually practicing reps without even doing reps yeah. and it's actually proven there's loads of studies on
0: it and it's actually proven to make quite a big difference yeah. it's usually, yeah. like for me and like what i always remember is like if an, if an event is coming up and i would literally like go through that event and, and this is what we learned on the nlp course is like say so every time you think about it layer another layer of detail on top yeah. so that it becomes more real life like every single time we did it. So it'd probably just start off quite like low key and then you'd like layer of detail like like what do you smell, what do you hear, mm-hmm. how things are like maybe more like tactics, how things are gonna be broken up. Yeah. Um, and then when you do come into the workout and I felt this like a lot of times like I feel almost comforted comf comforted comforted? Yeah, comforted <laughs> that I've been here, I know what this is, I've been here. almost to the point like, sometimes when you redo a workout from a Friday on a Monday in the open, mm-hmm. it's just like, you know how this feels and yeah. you know what it's like. Yeah. And then sometimes like when you think about that event and all oh, that workout so much, you almost get that same feeling that, I've, I've already done this and I know how it feels yeah. like. Um. So my body and my brain like, can, it, can adapt and, and yeah. do yeah. Rather, rather than it being a bit of a shock to the system. Mm-hmm. I'm not really knowing what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like that. When I said when I get a little bit on edge, when I can't think about that so much, it's because of that. Like, I feel like I could be more prepared if I think about this for seven days straight. Yeah.
1: Whereas for me, I, like, I feel like I'd probably end up stressing myself out a little bit too much about it. So, a perfect example of that is the 2017 Open. And um, it was like between me and Mitch, I think, for the first first in the oh, yeah. UK. Yeah. And it came to the last open workout and he came up and <laughs> I ended up getting worried to me, which I've never had before ever. And it was like, cause I was like, right, I need to do this, do this, do this, do this. And it just, it was just like, just too much where it just should have been, right, just. Yeah. Just take it as it goes. Yeah, so.
0: But yeah, it's uh, it's it's funny. It's it's funny to like remember the instances where you've ever been on extreme one of the other. I always remember sixteen point one, where you're over at walking lunging, mm-hmm. and you're that tune. Like that just kind of like switched off and just moving. And yeah. at a good pace. You actually walking lunged into the rig yeah, rather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, it's a little bit un- uncomprehendable because I'm like so much on the the other side of things. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: Like, how did you not know that yeah you how did you do that I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, like yeah I'd never really thought about that before until yeah, you said before so yeah, it was a, really quite
0: interesting so maybe um, we can think about ways where we can stop Jack from. yeah well that's that's,
1: that's something to me, for me to try and get better at and to be honest I feel like for me now, more as like a trying to get better as a, a person and a coach a bit more, and just trying to be more present with stuff. Like I feel like I'm tra- I'm almost learning that stuff that you the association stuff that you said without even like really knowing it. Like trying to be more present as a person. Like what is going on here? Like you know, I'm listening to how how people are feeling or like how they're breathing or yeah. um, just kind of being aware of what's what's going on a little bit more and it, it, like it is hard but I know that's something I need to yeah. get better at and that's definitely something that like if I'm getting better at it on a daily basis with other stuff I know that come a workout and probably if I need to switch to much more of an association yeah. you know mindset that I can probably yeah. you know start to apply that a little bit more as well yeah um,
0: yeah, yeah. Interesting. It is. Just thinking back to different, um, I remember regional 2018 18, and if you remember that chipper, mm-hmm. the one the they oh, yeah. went past like five people. Yeah. It's <laughs> like the end of the workout, and I finished with like I don't know, 100 feet there, 100 feet back, mm-hmm. maybe. And then 100 feet there, they did it unbroken, and went past like five people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then put the dumbbells down. Yeah. Rested like thirty seconds, and there was only like forty seconds left after the workout. And you picked them up, and it was time. And you're like, what? Wow. Yeah. But that's probably because you'd managed to go unbroken and take on so many people because you could switch off. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then it was then so you were too switched <laughs> off to be able to see those there was forty seconds left. Whereas for me, I would probably be fully aware that there was forty seconds left, but I'd probably have to drop them out <laughs> because I was like, yeah, I think overthinking. I yeah Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, I guess like for, for just the, the people to, to take home I guess the the displacement ones are pretty good trying to think of something else or something that's helpful Um, if you are having you know something that is you, you know you're thinking about something unhelpful let's try to flip that around that's probably one good take home to yeah.
0: to have I feel like probably the ideal situation to be in is a mixture of both a bit like everything in CrossFit like the ideal situation as an athlete to be in is, is an all-rounder so mm-hmm. to be able to be like versatile to switch to, to strength exercises to uh, yeah. conditioning and same if you mindset to be able to be versatile because the tasks and the demands are so like versatile mm-hmm. to be able to if it's a 50k bike yeah. to be able to um, you know switch off and disassociate more if it's like a really intense like lift or like high skill or you know intense workout to be able to dial in the other way and to be able to switch between the two so I think like I said is is, uh, probably it's just good awareness to be able to think oh what type of person am I Yeah. and then like how can I train the other way but also making sure that the thoughts that I am thinking are helping me yeah perform rather than just accepting oh I disassociate but I'm always like thinking like how hard this workout is and how bad I'm uh, how bad I am at it. Mm-hmm. Like rather than thinking like accepting well this is a hard workout but to yeah. get better I need to start you yeah. What well, finding what's helpful. Yeah. Um, um, just first, yeah, probably first of all become aware of what what you more or less of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then just start fine tuning again. Cheeky little plug. The mindset journal is exactly where those habits <laughs> are created. Yeah, like. it is. It is. Um, yeah.
1: Like like you just said, first things first, just be becoming aware of it is is what you need to do. Um so just spending a couple of minutes reflecting either during or after training, like that's just the first thing and let's Let's start small. Let's just write, you know, one thing that you've learned from each training session. Then, when you've done that for a couple of weeks, build it up. Set the bar low so you, um, you know, can tick off them them goals and then build it up. Because if you feel like, oh, I'm, like I'm doing this now, I'm writing this one, like once a day, it's just one thing, and then you bit, you know, you can build it up because you start to build that motivation and momentum to
0: um,
1: take it forward. So.
0: It's. It's. We've always said when you get into that competition setting, quite often your level of like logic, uh, uh, hmm. the level of logic that you have in your thought process hmm. becomes quite immature. So, like, if it is all trained to the point where it's fluent, it yeah. doesn't matter how immature it gets because it's just in the habit of doing it in the highest pressure situations. Yeah. yeah
1: and that's that's the key thing you need to be practicing it every day so that it becomes a habit so that you, by the time you get to the competition you don't need to think about it because it's a habit that's that that's the goal that's goals
0: right there that's goals there we go then we round it off yeah hopefully yeah. that's got people less used to looking at me here <laughs> <laughs> and by the way yeah could do it so you go so,